I've got about ten seconds to tell you how to get two-for-one tickets for top draw comedy nights near you thanks to our friends at the TV channel Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. Also, I've got to tell you about how you can win prizes while you're there too. I've run out of time, though. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. This is the uh, Frank Skinner Absolute Radio podcast thing. We must get a set title for it. We don't know what it's called. I bet Chris Evans has got a name for his one. Oh, yeah, he said it'll be called uh, the Chris Evans Show. But if I call it the Frank Skinner Show, people say, wasn't that a chat show on the telly? And then I feel <laughs> like it's something that I've lost rather than something that I've gained. <laughs> you know? I don't, that, that kind of Heather Mills feeling. Oh. So, um, what? I'm, I, was, I was on about love. Oh. Well, you people. So, yeah, the, the, we did the show, and um, and you're, going about to, you're about to listen to it, probably. And even if you don't, don't worry, because you've already registered as a download. That's and we all we Joe need. Caulfield, who I really like. Oh, all them evenings. What is it? That thing that Peter Sellers says about Russia. Someone in All Right Jack. I said, have you ever been to Russia? And he says, oh, yeah, all them cornfields and ballet in the evenings. <laughs> um, I was just thinking all those cornfields and ballet in the evenings. Right. Mm. That's what I was just thinking. Mm. Mm. So, yeah, so that happened, and we talked about that. It was an odd... Um, I, it was a show where I felt I wasn't completely in control of myself. <laughs> I love you know the that? fact that most people use podcasts, Frank, to promote the show, and you do. You give a very honest appraisal of what you you genuinely deconstruct it. And say yes, how you felt it went. No, but I think that people. I think at the same time, people do like a sense of listening to someone who is a bit like, you know, when you lo- run down a grassy slope that's quite steep and you can't stop. <laughs> I don't. I once saw the um, the Chinese state circus. <laughs> And an Alsatian pulled round, uh, and a small cart pulled a, a panda sitting in the back of a cart, blowing a trumpet round and round the ring. And there was a very strong sense that the cart <laughs> was 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 slightly out of control. Right, the dog was going a bit too fast. I think that the cart had taken its own momentum, and the dog was no longer pulling; he was being slightly pushed. And the, you could see there was a wobble because. Obviously, the, the, what the panda wasn't doing is leaning either to the left or to the right, as one should do when you go around a, a bend as a passenger. So all through this, there's this... <laughs> of, the, of the panda blowing this terrible horn. And uh, there was a sense of anything could happen. And that's how, that was what my, my soul felt like to die. Mm. I was the panda in the Chinese state circus Alsatian-drawn car. <laughs> <laughs> Um, a novel by Beryl Bainbridge. <laughs> um, I think that'll do, will it? I hope you enjoy the podcast. <laughs> Absolute Radio. I just, I'm going to open by, this isn't going to be rude, I, I just went to the toilet and not sitting here. I mean, uh, before I, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I didn't just go and think, oh, no one on there. Give it a couple of hours and what with evaporation. So... I was in the toilet, and there's a mirror in the toilet, obviously. And, uh, oh, it's unflattering, that mirror. Is it? Yeah. Uh, you haven't seen the mirror in the men's toilets? Oh, haven't oh, I? Have oh, haven't I? <laughs> we didn't have a jingle for that sound, so I had to do it in my mouth. I don't think anyone would have noticed, to be honest. Uh, so, um... That's the morning! Oh, goodness. And <laughs> so let's start the sound again. You're in the toilet. Looking in the mirror, all right? I've, I've done everything. I'm looking in the mirror, just as what the one does before leaving. And mm. I, I'm, this morning I'm wearing a pinstripe jacket with a grey sweatshirt underneath. And mm. I realise that that is basically Chris Evans chic. <laughs> 
And I never, I would what? never wear a, I'd never wear a chic, I would oh, never shit. wear a sweatshirt under a pinstripe jacket. I mean, a, and it reminded me of that. Have you seen that TV advert that he's got at the moment for his radio show? Mm. And basically, it's him playing, uh, it's all these people really loving the show, right? But he's playing Twist and Shout by the Beatles. So you can see, these tw- and he's like, singing along, but his, <laughs> his mic's not up, but he's singing along, right? <laughs> so you can't hear him singing along, but he, you can in the studio. And, like, t- there's people like, dancing in the street, Terry Wogan's <laughs> having a great time. And I'm thinking to myself, this is not an advert for Chris Evans, is it? This is not saying people like, this is an advert to say people like the Beatles, <laughs> right? Because as soon as he says, good morning, Great Britain, the, the advert ends with the suggestion that everyone's gone, oh, no. And, and changed <laughs> over straight away. So who, who does an advert and saying the Beatles very popular? And he's wearing a spotty shirt. I noticed in that advert. Well, at least he's not wearing a grey sweatshirt under a pinstripe jacket. But I'll that pinstripe jacket, I like it because it's quite casual. It looks like you might have found it on the tube, like a, like found it on the tube. <laughs> no, but it's got that casual look to it, which I quite like. Yeah, but found it on the tube is, is not casual. That that suggests that a homeless person has had, their, <laughs> has had their dog wrapped in it. Maybe I've got wardrobe stress at the moment, though much worse than yours, because you know I've got this posh new job. Oh yes. Yeah. In case you don't know, Emily works for In Style magazine. Yeah. And not, not In Style magazine, <laughs> which would have been what that, that sort of pig breeding journal. That would have been <laughs> marvellous. Or In Soul magazine I about odour eaters. Yeah, I did think that it was called In Soul. That was a genuine mistake. But anyway, so everyone's so fashionable there, Frank. Well, they're going to be. Yeah, they're amazing, these girls. So I have this terrible wardrobe crisis. I'm, I'm not going out. I'm spending every night in doing wall charts of what my wardrobe's <laughs> going to be for the next day. So say if you wore the same outfit twice in consecutive days, which I often, I always think as a shirt has got two days in it, right? <laughs> um, and if you wear something underneath it, definitely... Yeah, oh god, easily then. But uh, if I wear something underneath, I think that's got two days in it as well. I, oh, right. I wear most. I wear jeans for like a week, oh, yeah. right? Because you know you got plenty of things keeping everything away from everything. I don't unless you spill something really bad. I don't think there's ever need to wash jeans. What oh my god! Well, I think you have to wash them uh, eventually. But you can spill quite a lot on jeans and it not be noticed. I find. But I, I I'm going to be straight with you. Pants. Yeah. Calvin Classics Pan, yeah. from the market. Pants, 48 hours. Oh, oh. my God. No, I think that's... 48 solid. hours? Pardon? Solid. 48 hours solid. Oh, solid. Um, <laughs> no, I don't Not sleep. they'd be solid. I don't sleep the in them, no. Um, no, but I, I, oh. yeah, I think there's two, da- there's two days in a pair of pants. Without... Two days? Yeah. No, no, I don't. No? No, no. Well, I'll tell you, I'll rush things into forensic. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll see who's right and who's wrong. I, I, I'm happy. T- and socks I change every day. Can I make that clear? Mm. Because somehow, Oh, you're spoiling us. Somehow, my, my you socks... You change your socks every so, day. So you think the foot is worse than... Don't go any further with that. <laughs> I, think, I, think, I think socks... My socks seem to smell more than my pants. OK. Can you believe I'm talking about this? I mean, I've got two degrees in English. Can you believe that? I had a short story published in the Sunday Times magazine, and here I am talking about what smells more my socks or my pants. How the mighty have fallen. This is what happens if you take the mickey out of Chris Evans on British radio. Some sort of demon comes down upon you and robs your nose in it. As long as he doesn't rob his nose in my pants. Absolute Radio.
So anyway, we're just talking about the, uh, the fact that Emily is working for this high fashion, a sort of devil wears Prada kind of uh, magazine. Is, is that is that fair? Other clothing for Satan is available. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. That's very much what it is. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds very stressful. Oh, so, it is because then also everyone wears designer clothes. You can't wear high street because if you go and wearing high street, everyone knows because they're all fashion experts. Yeah, so that's, but that's high street. Yeah, that so is. Everyone brilliant. knows where everything you you've got came from. Absolutely, that's awful. I. What about right? Mm. If we got our listeners to make clothes for Emily. <laughs> oh God! I don't. I, I believe the average absolute listener is a thirty-eight-year-old man. I can't sit them with a tape measure around their neck and a large pair of scissors. So I'm not. Know, I'm not having them measuring me up. I think they no would way, like no Emily's measurements. Maybe just <laughs> Karen, what are you suggesting? Maybe we could put online a cut-out version of Emily so they had something to work from. <laughs> well, maybe maybe we could put Emily's measurements on. Uh, on the internet, right? <laughs> Sorry, this is the when I've said something that might just upset Emily music from Day of the Excuse Trippies. me, there's nothing. I'm very proud of my measurements. I think you, you are quite right. I can't shut the Triffids <laughs> up now. Triffids have gone crazy. Oh, here they go. This is this is. Well, that was oh, that was that was that was hips and waist. I think. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, no, you're quite right to be proud of your measurements. Mm. But Good then, on you. Then no one else at work would have clothes like you would be wearing. No, they that, wouldn't that's know where certainly true. <laughs> and let's face it, today you two are both dressed by Sue Ryder, I believe, as the designer oh, you're wearing. Oh, oh. No, no. I do this thing um, where I I, um, I like to uh, lay my clothes out the night on the night before. Do you? For, but not for fashion, for weather. I like to guess, <laughs> guess what the weather's going to be like. So when I get up, there's almost like a little man on my uh, on my bedroom <laughs> chair. So I put, because I put, I've, I don't feel I want to put the so- the socks that are waiting. Um, they're, they're in my shoes at the foot of the chair, and then the jeans are lying on the chair, and the shirts at the back. So it's like there's a, they watch over me during the night. You see, I the, do a similar thing, but I hang them all with hangers. Oh no. So it's like a pipe cleaner woman. I hang them all on the back of the door so I can see what they look like. Oh, no, I don't like uh, hanging. I wouldn't <laughs> hang up a shirt in the night. I fear I might wake up in the night and think it was a, a spectre. <laughs> Phil Spectre? <laughs> it could be Phil Spectre, yeah, which would be... Uh... Oh, I had a terrible experience with Phil Spector once. You had an experience with Phil Spector? I, oh dear! I, I might what tell happened? You, I might tell you after. It was. It was. Uh, I mean, it was. It was bizarre in many ways. But uh, anyway, dot dot dot. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. I'm getting some real stick from the people here about my wearing pants. Thing. I just think it's disgusting. Two days, it's not disgusting. Bear in mind, that means I use... The, well, I don't. My cleaner uses less washing powder. Consequently, that, you know, there's probably less... There's probably two polar bears alive that wouldn't be alive if I wore my pants more often. Yeah, but I don't believe that. you've just started doing it. I think you have been doing this since 1973. Well, and yeah, you didn't I, know about that then. But I wear... I mean, some of those pants aren't, aren't around anymore. <laughs> Many have disintegrated during the night. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think you're being. Uh, I, I think it's a. There's no need. I, t- I, I can't even tell there you. There is how need. I, how I, it's called hygiene. <laughs> there's nothing wrong. That's the need. Yeah, but everything inside it is. I keep everything. I don't want to know clean. what's inside it. <laughs> no, I don't want to know. I, f- I floss. Oh my <laughs> god. Um, what was? It? Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you what. It's, it's just coming up to half past eight now. According to what I read this week. Yeah. For mothers, right? Um. 
This is the most stressful time of the day. This is when they feel most unappreciated and stressed and upset and close to tears, this time of the day. So we thought we'd, we'd just have something a bit sweet and lovely for you, just to show you are appreciated, right? So this is like... I, I'm imagining that this is, this is you speaking, this is your, this is your inner voice. Oh, often... You're still with me. <laughs> oh, often... Have I washed and dressed, and what's the show for all my pain? Let me lie abed and rest. Ten thousand times I've done my best, and all's to do again. Oh, no, no it's the A.E. Houseman. Oh. Of course. I mean, I just chose it at random. What's the chances? Oh. Oh. God, in case you don't know, there's a thing, Absolute Radio, I've got this thing against A.E. Houseman, the guy who wrote The Shropshire Lad. And if you read any of his poetry on lap, or even just mention his name, the whole thing goes. Do you think Chris Evans has got an A Houseman alarm? No, I, I doubt. I doubt <laughs> no. it. I think he's got uh, his alarm. Probably goes off if he mentions uh, a joke. Oh. Um, so that was why, why, what's the, the Chris? I'm only saying that I've got the same outfit as him on today. I've got nothing against Chris Evans. I think he's a very talented individual. Um, what was we talking about? Phil um, Phil Spector. Oh we yeah, yeah. Phil Spector. You were about to name drop. Yeah. No. Well, I had a phone call from this is a few years ago from a friend of mine who lives in Melbourne, Melbourne, which I think you can win um, tickets to win to holiday thing. Absolute. <laughs> Plain holiday God, day thing for each Christian O'Connell. Mm. Just as an anagram of uh, an announcement, station announcement. So um, she phoned from Melbourne and said, yeah. I've just seen an award ceremony in which uh, Phil Spector received a Lifetime Achievement Award. Oh, yeah. And he spent the whole speech slagging you off. What, you? And I said, You, Frank Skinner? Yeah. And I said, What? She said, It's the most bizarre thing I've ever seen in my life. How are you on his radar? Well, what happened was this. I did a, a, a show with... Are you familiar with a performer known as Mr Methane? Oh, yeah, I do. I Mr know Methane, he, he breaks wind. I think we can work that out. It's called Mr Methane. Well, I don't know. I mean, not everyone did chemistry. <laughs> uh, so Mr Methane wears a green lycra um, jumpsuit and he, he breaks wind in, in, in time, you know, to things. So um, I, on, on my... Chat show, you remember my chat show? Oh yeah, that was on telly. Yeah, I mean, th- yeah, I can't believe I brought that up now. <laughs> anyway, I used to have a chat show. Yes, <laughs> and uh, on that I did a duet with Mr. Methane. Uh, we did the do Ron Ron. You know the do Ron. Did you change your pants for it? <laughs> no, I hope he changed his though. Um, so we did the do Ron Ron, and uh, I went. Man, in the party and the heart stood still. And Mr. Methane did the da 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 but not with his mouth. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. I'm just not going to do it. So it was much hilarity. Everyone thought it was hilarious, and I thought, you know, it worked quite well. But because if you do a song on a show, you have to clear the song. You have to get the permission of the of the writer. So they said, well, what is the nature of the thing? And we said, well, I just do a duet with this other comedian. We didn't mention the um, the element, the, the special meat. <laughs> the the element. I'm trying to think of a word there, but <laughs> everything I th- every word I thought of just seemed wrong for this time of the morning. <laughs> Distressed mothers at home, children. So people driving. So, um, so uh, we didn't tell them, we didn't go into details, so they, they got really outraged about it. And in mm-hmm. fact, um, I brought it out on video, and the video company got fined something like £130,000. 
Because of Mr. Meath. Or because of... Well, it was my fault, I suppose. But anyway, he got up, uh, Phil Spector, and said, you know, I'll tell you, he says, how, how artists are treated in the modern <gasps> world. The British comedian Frank Skinner, <laughs> oh. he said, took one of my songs, a song loved by a lot of people, he said, and he dragged it, he dragged it through the... And he told the whole... I don't know if he did that. <laughs> I hope he did <laughs> But, um... Uh, yeah, he, oh, he got really upset about it, apparently. Absolute radio. Sorry, I've had a stressful week, I'll be honest with you. Why? I've, I had, I've had, uh, I had a big row with a girlfriend. Oh, Frank. It was. And the thing is with, with a row is that thing is what you do sort of post-row, you know. Mm. And uh, I know some people say, oh, you know, it's I make love and it's really brilliant after a row. I don't know what they say in that voice, but that's how they always say it to me, even people from the northeast. <laughs> say well okay he's, he has my idea oh I really make it and I don't don't get it <laughs> Ant and Dick did it to me the other night weirdo so um I don't but t- take the sex thing out of it and the oh can I say hold on I'll just check the <laughs> absolute manual I can't um <laughs> Take that out of it, and the chocolates and flowers. What mm. do you do? What do you do at the end of a row to sort of make things right again? So um, I, 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 had, I took a long shot, and yeah. I took my girlfriend after two days, really, two days of tension. Two days? I oh, know, yeah. It was, it was a war of attrition. Oh. It wasn't unlike um, First World War in that, in that <laughs> respect. Um, I was certainly up to my neck in mock and bullets. <laughs> but um, so I took her to... Uh, by way of smoothing things over, I took her to a W.C. Fields double bill. W.C. Fields? At the British Film Institute. You know W.C. Fields? Yes, I do, but I don't think it's very romantic. <laughs> uh, in case you don't know W.C. Fields, he's, a, he's an old comic from the 30s who spoke like this. <laughs> and uh, there's a bit where this little kid, baby Leroy, puts grapes through a hole and it lands on um, W.C. Fields' head and he picks them up and goes... Shades of Bacchus, <laughs> which I thought was one of the funniest things I'd ever heard. Uh, Kath didn't laugh, but um, <laughs> well, I'm not surprised. It is quite a weird choice, Frank. What about well, like when a... Harry met Sally or something? Oh well, anyway, I thought it was a good thing. I, and we sat through the whole thing. I laughed like a drain. I don't know what it means either, but I did. I laughed like a drain, <laughs> and Kath sat there not laughing at all. Didn't and I she? thought, oh my god, she's having a terrible time. And then after, I said, uh, oh, what do you think? So I thought he was brilliant. Really brilliant. I oh, said, you didn't good. laugh at all. She said, no, I, I didn't laugh, but I thought it was brilliant. So that's girls. Oh. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I was... Because we have had rows. We've had... We've done, we've had I mean, she threw a, a frozen loaf at me once. And uh, that's quite heavy, a frozen loaf. A frozen oh, loaf bad. of bread. So did she get it out of the freezer what, to throw it at you? What do you mean, a frozen loaf of bread? What else could it have been a frozen <laughs> loaf of? I don't know. The things come in loaves, don't they? What? No. Nitrogen. <laughs> Yeah, a loaf. <laughs> you know, a ni- the nitrogen loaves. What you get off the chemist? No, she threw a frozen. Lo- which, and uh, we have a, we have a small metal bin in the kitchen, which we put tea bags in. Oh yeah, I've seen right. that bin. Yeah, well, yeah, well, that that was severely dented. Was it that from the stand- frozen loaf? It stands now as a monument to that row <laughs> because it's all, it's always going to have the frozen the frozen loaf. Oh, it's embarrassing though when you do things like that, isn't it? Well, it was. You know, I mean, luckily that the aftershock of it lasted not too long so she was able to get it back into the freezer before it perished <laughs> so those of you thinking good. well you know that's alright throwing frozen loaves and there's people in the, the third world who have, don't even have freezers um, it's all very well him wearing his underpants for two days but if he's taking out frozen loaves will yeah, he yeah throwing them around yeah <laughs> um, I want some made an ex-boyfriend sleep on the sofa for 
some unspecified crime. I think he got back five minutes late or something. Fair enough. And uh, No, but he was steaming drunk. So I said, you're not coming in this bed, you're sleeping on the sofa. And I said, and you're not having any covers. I wouldn't let him have covers <laughs> when he was freezing. I said, no, that is your punishment, you'll have no covers. And in the end, I agreed to a compromise <laughs> where he could have a Superman towel. And that's what he slept in for the night. That's all he was allowed to keep, to keep him warm. Did you have a Superman towel in the house or did he have to go and buy one? <laughs> I mean, that's not... It's, it's, it's wrong. It's my um, my sister-in-law and, and my brother, Terry, they had a big row. This is years ago. They're very mm. happy now, can I say that? And uh, she he, he went away for the weekend with the lads. She told him not to go and he went anyway. And she cut every item of his clothing in half. <laughs> I mean everything. Uh, hands were calloused from <laughs> overuse of scissors over the weekend. She'd cut a pair of black leather slip-on shoes in half with a pair of scissors. I mean, through the rubber sole. It took the shoes alone must have took her an hour. To and get the clothes to. as well. And every he had everything done. But on the bright side, at least he had a load of funky waistcoats. <laughs> Well, that's, that's how I'd see it. No, but they went down the middle, though. So, oh. the, yeah, so, so, just, so they're directional. It could be a fashion thing. A directional waistcoat. <laughs> I might try that. I might go into a shop this Have you got any directional waistcoats? <laughs> oh, I'll have a look. So there might, might be one in the back room. Yeah, that's what they all say. I'm not, I'm not being fobbed off with the old back room directional waistcoat <laughs> trick. Oh, dear, I'm meandering now. Absolute Radio. Frank, we've had an email in entitled Am I a Freak? And you might not be pleased to hear why. Is it from the elephant man? No. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, he's following technology. God, God bless him. It's from someone called Sarah. I've had a phone message from the elephant man. It says, <laughs> Must have been a mouse. There was a mouse, I think, in the phone box. He hates that. He luckily, he had a small stool with him to stand on. It's from someone called Sarah. Okay. And she says, I recently attended a workshop on working with children. We were asked to tell our colleagues something they wouldn't know about us. I said, I fancy Frank Skinner. And everyone burst out laughing. This made the man... Oh, hold on just a minute. <laughs> and everyone burst out laughing. Did she, did she do a kind of a funny face or something when she said it? I, I don't believe so, no. I'm, I'm sorry to tell you. Maybe, just... maybe when they, she said your name, they thought of some of your material. And laughed. Yeah, yeah. And laughed. I think you can have a level of funniness when just the name. Yeah, just yeah. a good name. Yeah. She said the man in charge came over and said it was the strangest thing he'd ever heard on one of his courses. The strangest thing he'd ever... <laughs> I wouldn't mind, but it, it was Derek Acora. <laughs> <laughs> and it was still the strangest thing he'd ever heard. The strangest thing he'd ever heard on one of his courses. <laughs> yeah. That's strange. I mean, I don't claim to... I, I ain't no oil painting. Right? I say, I ain't no oil painting, but... Oh, I, we were meant to leap in there and say, oh, no, you're really no, good-looking, Frank. too late now. OK. I, I think there's an element of the Laughing Cavalier about me, <laughs> and maybe Sir Edwin Lanzi as Monica the Glen. But... <laughs> but and uh, yeah. Stephen Tompkinson in a certain light. Yes. You've been mistaken for him. I don't believe he's an oil painting. I have been mistaken for him, yeah. but I, to be fair, I had been in a car accident that week. Nigel <laughs> 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 Lithgow? People have oh, seen yeah. do say I look like Nigel Lithgow, that's mm. true. Someone tweeted me to ask if you're related to him. I said I thought not. Yes. Well, I don't know. I'm, I'm doing... Um, I'm supposed to be doing that um, who-do-you-think-you-are thing, so it'd be great if I find I'm, I'm, I'm in some ways Lithgonic. <laughs> he's your evil twin. I think he seems quite nice. Frank Nye, to be like Jedward. Like lustrous, lustrous blonde <laughs> hair he's got. Dude, I really want to run my fingers through. Uh, I do. It looks really lovely, well-kept. I think, Nigel Lithgow's hair. What was the... Uh, anyway, so Sarah says, the upshot is... Yes. I'm sure Thank Frank's girlfriend... I'm sure Frank's girlfriend fancies him too. Are we freak? 
She says freak, <laughs> not freak. Are we freak? Yeah, says. are we freak? Okay. Super freak. Are we human or are we dancer? Well, I, th- <laughs> may, I think I'm one of those would but shouldn't, aren't I? I think I'm in the same category. No, shouldn't but would you are. Would but shouldn't. Am I shouldn't but... Yeah. Oh, yeah, shouldn't but... It well, yeah. doesn't matter, does it? We're not here, we're not here <laughs> to argue about syntax <laughs> on Absolute Radio. Yeah, I think I'm one of those. I'm one of those... Well, you know, it might be a bit weird, and um, obviously the pants would have, would have halved that catchment area <laughs> now. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. We've had some texts in, Frank. Well, that's things are looking up because we usually we send in we set a kind of a thing for people to text in about. And I just forgot, <laughs> I just forgot this week, <laughs> so that's why we haven't had many texts. Sorry, everyone. I, I don't doesn't mean I don't love you. I just forgot. Things are looking up even more for you because remember that woman um, texted in to say that she fancied you and everyone laughed at her. Yes. I'm, I'm not. Ju- there's no judgment here. I'm just yes. reading out what the listener said. And Maria has texted in to say, Frank, any man... The most beautiful sound I have ever heard. Oh, it's creepy. Go on. Frank, any man that can make you laugh is gorgeous. Keep it up. Any man that can make you laugh Mm. is gorgeous. Also, um, Well, I laugh at Peter Kay. Where does that leave us? (laughs) (laughs) I don't believe that either. No, No, I don't. I'm sorry. We didn't say that to sound more clever. It doesn't count if you tickle them either. That really no, the no. fact is, I or don't care how gas. funny you, you are. laughing gas in the, in the <laughs> no, bedroom. I don't care how funny they are. I want you to be good-looking. End of story. Well, I think that's true of most women. I think they... Mm. they Sorry. They, 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 I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I might lie and say men. otherwise, but I want you to be good-looking. But that's it's, it. it's true of men as well. I wouldn't go out with Joan Rivers. You know, I'd rather go out with... Um, Jordan, a.k.a. Katie Price, <laughs> if it came down to it, if push came to shot. I'll have Peter, then. Jordan is a river. <laughs> Jordan, oh, it is. That's true. That is the river. You've gone biblical again. I love it when he goes biblical. Oh, I love it. Oh, he's Gareth's biblical corner. It's fabulous. He's he's virtually leather bound. <laughs> so yes, I, I well no, I, I, it's a lovely thing to. I mean, thank you for sending that in. But I do. I was at um, university once. <laughs> yes, and uh, I remember I was uh, trying to get off with this girl. That was very nice and, and very bright and. Um, I was turning it on. I mean, it was like a gig. I was, I was, mm. I, I was using props. <laughs> what um, sort of props? VT clips. <laughs> PowerPoint presentation. Guests come on. I think I had Russell Grant come on for an hour. Um, <laughs> did, a, did a comedy star chart, and 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 in the end, she chose this an idiot. I mean, he didn't. He wasn't even at university. He just used to come in and do cleaning. Uh, but he was very. He was good. Look, he was good looking. I mean, yeah, oh, a good looking idiot. And I thought, so that's what life's about, is he? Yeah, totally. And, uh, and some women say, oh yeah, I like it. I'm a man who can laugh me into bed. How do you how how much gusto do you have to laugh with to actually move someone into another room? <laughs> Can you ha, 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 get off me? Ha, ha, ha. It's it's not so you know it's, it's a lovely thing, but I think basically women like good-looking people, and I think men do as well. Yeah, I mean, I mean, in, in the main. Yeah, I, I'm all right with it. You know, I'm I'm happy. I'm mean people. Found a women girl. like but, mean people. <laughs> Women like mean people. Yeah, yeah. David Baddiel's always been popular. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. What do they? What women? Uh, I think so. They always like the boys that aren't nice at school. Well, this is my last. <laughs> well, a woman what. said to me that he's she, obviously she, been scarred by an experience. A woman <laughs> said she was seeing this bloke, and and what really put her off him was that um put her off him was that he bought her flowers. Hmm. 
And, that's terrible. Uh, I know, and, that, and that, so that was seen as a bad thing. Now, if he'd gone, right, if he'd set fire to the house, he'd have said, "Oh, he's a bit mm. wild, <laughs> fantastic." Yeah. Something about him. He's mad, but I love him. But bought flowers and do a nice thing. Oh no, a bit boring. That's true. That's, but we have to live with that. Absolute Radio. Joe Caulfield, who is currently on tour. With a tour called Joe Caulfield Won't Shut Up. Yes. <laughs> yeah. No, that, see, that's put me off you. I thought, oh, God, she's going to be overbearing in the extreme. Well, uh, it's also that thing of where some people read it the wrong way as though there's something slightly wrong with me. You know, like it's some sort of condition. <laughs> and they go, oh, she's got that condition, you know, the won't shut up thing. <laughs> yes. But I think it was one of those things like the Edinburgh show where they ask you in February, oh, what's your show about? And you've no idea. You haven't written it. So I thought, oh, catch-all title is that I will be mm. talking in the show. So that's why I thought, Almost oh, Joe Caulfield. Thank God yeah. you didn't discover mine. <laughs> yeah. oh. Although I did have, I had some Japanese ladies walk out of my show this year, but they walked out after five minutes, and you go, how can you dislike me that much after five minutes? They were disappointed that there wasn't You shouldn't have started with that my... Pearl Harbor stuff. Well, they, also, they didn't, they would have liked a bit of mine. They actually said to the woman on the door, is it just that woman talking? Is there not a show? Will she change her clothes? So wasn't enough just yeah, to stand I think, up. Yeah, I think that's an expectation problem. You yeah. There, didn't you? <laughs> oh, what a shame for them that they thought you were going to be some fabulous performance exactly. artist. Exactly. Oh, well. Um, I, I don't think you should yeah, feel so, bad. If yeah. anyone's going to walk out, that's a great reason. It is, yeah. <laughs> now, I was talking earlier on the show about the fact that I lay out my clothes yes, the night before. in I'm, a slightly I'm, creepy serial killer fashion. Well, no, I lie them out on the bedroom chair. In fact, that, my clothes are the only person that ever sits on the bedroom chair, because I never <laughs> oh, do Oh, that's it. nice. No, but who does? Joe just revealed yeah. that... Um, I can't. I let you tell my this. breakfast the night before. And now I thought, what I do, I just said, because uh, they always ask you, say what you had for breakfast, and they test the mic. So I said, well, I was going to have a boiled egg uh, because I was going to pre-boil it last night so it's ready for me. And I do that quite a lot because a boiled egg, it takes nine minutes, which you don't have in the morning. I thought it took four minutes. Oh, I well, thought it took three and a half. If you want to die of some salmonella, yes, four minutes. But oh, okay. I like it well done. And then the excitement in the morning of opening the fridge, and it's it's like an egg, but it's cooked. Well, I mean, it is an egg, but you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but I couldn't do it because I dropped all my eggs, completely forgetting that, oh, if you drop them, do you know what? They smash. That, that is true. That, that is still, actually you'd true. You'd think they'd have sorted that out, wouldn't you? I know. What a bad design. But, so I'll prepare breakfast, and I completely understand the putting the clothes out. Yeah, but yeah. my problem with the clothes, they don't go cold overnight and, and a bit clammy, but surely the joy of a boiled egg is that bit of steam when you break... A cold boiled egg's a different But what is what what is worse? A slightly cold... Well, it is a cold boiled egg, or no boiled egg. Well, that's, that's, that's worse, this week's phone-in, ladies and gentlemen. What is worse? These are the exciting things I'll be talking about in my show. So where do you live now? Because we've got your information sheet here, and it says that Joe Caulfield uh, is thinking of leaving London, and then it also says... That I live in Edinburgh. You live in Edinburgh. Yeah, I know, I don't. Um, I think I said in an interview in Edinburgh that I was going to live in Edinburgh, you know, to make them like me. And uh, <laughs> But, uh, no, I do definitely want to live in London. I've lived here, I suppose I came here when I was 17, very excited, and the excitement's just worn off. And so I do want to leave, but not quite sure where. My husband wants to leave too. He does want to live in Edinburgh because he's uh, Scottish. So he's decided where he wants to live, but I haven't yet decided. But you, oh, right. But you're going to go to yeah. the same place, aren't you? Well, we'll or, see how it works out. Deep. You know, this could be a good way of going, well, see ya. You know, so that's why I thought the talk quite good for going around places and finding out about them and seeing where I might like to live. Now, let's get, let's get the brass tacks out of the way. You're, yeah. you're on tour. Uh, when does that tour begin? Uh, 28th of January, next, which that's is... That's my birthday, Joe. Is it? Well... 
Blimey. Well, yes. there's a big night out for your birthday. Fairham, you can come to. Yeah. Yes. He'll probably take us to a WC Fields double bill, <laughs> Joe. That's the kind of thing Frank likes oh, that's to do. Not, that's not a bad idea. Yeah, so it starts in Fairham. Yes. In, is that Kent or Surrey? No, Hampshire. Okay. It's sort of between uh, <laughs> Portsmouth oh, and Southampton. Oh, I would have got it. I would have got it if you left me. If you left me. <laughs> Got a list of a list of counts, <laughs> is it? That's okay. a good game to play. And, and, yeah. and, it, and it, how long does it go on for? And it goes on. I don't mean goes on. Yeah, uh, b- yeah. Because goes... I know you won't shut up. That's well known. <laughs> goes on and on and on <laughs> until uh, the two. I think the until uh, and I know when the end of April. Okay. So yeah. and, and so anyone living in anywhere Britain, basically yeah. can track down. Yeah, forty nine dates. So it's absolutely everywhere. Mar- marvelous. And will it will it culminate in uh, in Edinburgh? I am no, I'm not going to Edinburgh actually. Oh, no, I'm going to Glasgow, Aberdeen, and Dundee. Mm. But I could safely say I don't think I'll live in Dundee. But uh, well, yeah. I don't know. I went to Dundee and had a fabulous trip round the um, DC Thompson offices where they did the, oh, the Beano and the Dundee. Right, yes. Oh, it's one of the great happy days of my life. There's only been about four. <laughs> That is a joke, by the way. I'm a very happy person. I don't want, I don't want, I don't want Elton John phoning up and saying, oh, what? I, hear, I hear there's an unhappy celebrity knocking yes. around. Better get him over to Nice. Yeah, make to a my single bill. for him. Yeah, yes. I, don't, I don't want that. Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with uh, Joe Caulfield, is our guest this morning. And we were just talking about the fact that Joe used to be a waitress. Now, I've always found waitresses very alluring. Ah. I think it's because they're bringers of nutrition. Oh, because they're bringing you food, that's what you like, and but, they're caring, but... But I'll tell you what I'd like to ask you, Joe. is I can never get the attention of waiting staff in restaurants. Mm. I do the... Uh, 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 and, and do the gesture, and they always walk past me. Now, is that deliberate? Do, that, do, do you... Did you used to ignore customers because you couldn't be bothered? Not because you couldn't be bothered, but if you've taken a dislike to them. Oh, oh yes. dear. This has took a turning for the worse. <laughs> Yeah, you can, and it can be, and and we're, you know, there's no rhyme or reason into why a waitress would go off you. Really? Uh, yeah, and it can. We're very, you know, there's a tiny thing, and go, that's it. You know, and sometimes if you're too quick to ask, it's like I'm getting there, and they go, well, now you're going to have to. Or wait, complaining in a loud Birmingham yeah. accent, maybe. No, it's not about. It's, uh, I'm no, I'm a- sure you try to be very nice. You have to be nice because you're famous. So yeah. you have to be nice. To waitresses. Oh, you do. Oh, yeah, yes. but I think I always was. Though I used to be extremely nice to waitresses, but no, I don't do that anymore. Prime. Yeah. No, well, no, but I, um, I find if I get to the level of mm. going, uh, excuse, excuse me, which I think is I see as failure. Yes. Yeah, it is. Oh, you've raised your voice now. It's like dealing with children. You've raised yeah. your voice. You're as bad as them now, aren't you? Yeah, but yeah. I find. Yeah. Or when a dog barks, <laughs> yeah. apparently it encourages them to continue barking. Uh. Uh, did you know that if you shout at a dog, apparently they think you're barking as well? I bet they do. Of course they do. Why yeah. wouldn't they? Yeah. yeah, so they think, oh, this is Stop great. Stop it. <laughs> they think barking <laughs> is clearly the order of the day. Let's, yeah, let's go great. for it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I have thought often, like, if, you know, and I'd be nice, but it, there's something you just get really annoyed because nobody really wants to be doing it when you're doing it. Everyone is trying to do something else and then realise, oh, I've been trying to do something else for 10 years. I am actually <laughs> a waitress, right? <laughs> and uh, so there are times where you, if you want, someone annoys you, you go, right, I can ruin your evening. You don't think that? Yeah, yeah, I did. Towards the end when I was really... You know, it's like people who've been in a war too long. You get a bit kind of stir-crazy and you go, no, I'm really going to take it out on people. And I I couldn't be nice anymore. Uh I'd done it for too long. But weirdly now, I get kind of a thing going, I'd quite like to do it now because I like the rushing around and the... Did you ever do bad things to the food, Joe? I... 
Yes, I have. <laughs> oh, um, oh my god! No, it's true. That really? does happen. Yeah, if you because there's oh nothing more annoying than people. Please, everybody, learn this. If there's something wrong with your food, tell us immediately, yeah, okay. nicely. Go. It's cold. Whatever it is. Yeah. And we don't mind changing it because we know if we're nice to you mm. and we can show our love, we get money from okay, you. So okay. no one ever minds you complaining. Business, yeah. <laughs> You'll never go out for dinner again now. But the worst thing is people at the a very British thing, the end of the meal, going well. My wife's this was cold and my, we didn't like this. Oh, and you go, okay. well, what's the point now? What's the point now? So then, you know, if someone's well, then... They're frightened to complain before in case you go and spit in their food. So they well, then no, would spit in. Now, I wouldn't... I didn't spit. I would uh, rub the ice cubes. If it was me, I'd rub ice cubes on my shoe. That was my thing. Everyone <gasps> had their own thing. Oh, Of what God. they thought. <laughs> you know, because I, I would never do the spitting, but no. other people... Oh, no, you did ice cubes on I the shoe. Ice That's cubes. much better. Like Everyone... dog, dog mess is, is somewhere better than phlegm. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody That's had their own phony. thing. <laughs> yeah. Which is worse, dog mess or phlegm. <laughs> I don't get cold egg or no egg. Yes, yeah. it's still, we're, the lines are still open on cold boiled egg. It's like twelve fifteen. But what be about nice to cold waitresses? boiled egg with dog mess on. Yeah. <laughs> and also there were things. Some people are so nice. I remember once, and this was this is when I was saying to you that I thought I might have served you because it was in this restaurant in Hampstead. Surely you'd remember, um, Joe. Wouldn't it have been a bit of an occasion? I remember I David Bedeal coming in. Well, we used to get the stars. Oh yeah. George Michael used to come in all the time, and we all used to worry about him because he never ate his whole dinner. Wow. No. no, he would. Well, I imagine he collapsed face first into it. After about 10 <laughs> and he would always, at that time, he had a lady beard with him, always. Oh, oh really? Yes. And George Martin would come in because the Air Studios was round the corner. No, George Martin, the lovely. Beatles producer, yeah. has got one of the biggest bottoms I've ever seen. Did you notice? Really? That? Did you, did, he was, was he always a, seated, did, you see, when I was Yeah, I imagine that you'd had a, a special sofa for when George Martin was in. <laughs> big bottom, yeah, really? Yeah, very big bottom. You couldn't push George Martin over, he's like a weeble. He's a big man. Yeah, you but know. You, next time, if you ever see him again, I will. Yeah. Yeah. Stare at his bum yes. for a long yeah. period of time. He's, um, he's, he's pyramidic <laughs> in many ways. I say pyramidic. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. So, um, the, the, the Royal Society for the Protection of Birds announced this week. Just sit down before you get this news. Do you mean the, RS- the RSPB, as us youngsters RSPB. call it? Yes, them. The reservoir. Yeah, they're, they're, they're going to now. They're going to do insects as well. They're, they're going to do insects. They're going to look Is after. Is that how it's said in the press release? They're going to protect insects as well as uh, as well as birds. The RSPBI. Yeah, that's what it's going to be. What about birds that eat insects? Isn't there going to be a? Well, they're going to have to separate. There's going to be a start. conflict of interest. If a bird starts eating an insect, I, they're going to wrestle oh, no, it. Yeah. I, no, I don't think those things. I don't think they worry if it's animals against animals, or I don't think they intervene in nature. No, okay. I think it's just people stopping people doing stuff to animals. I'm, I must say, I'm, I've I've come round to this because when you watch I'm a Celebrity, get me out of here, mm. and people like you know they've got Jordan lying all over them. Mm. Uh, not on a sort of people insects. I'm thinking of Dame <laughs> Powers. Um, you know, they, they kill loads of insects in those trials. I mean, and, and think nothing of it. Now, imagine it's because they're small. Let's get how high, how big do they have to be? If you used, let's imagine, voles. Mm. If you put a load of voles into a plastic head thing and they all got killed as Jordan rolled over on them, people would go crazy, right? But insects, it's all right. I shed no tears for them. 
I mean, the only insects I like are if they're aesthetically pleasing. That's how I judge whether they can live. So ladybirds. <laughs> but you're like that with people. Absolutely. <laughs> um, ladybirds love them. Oh, no one would kill a ladybird. I love a ladybird. Earwigs. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. I've got no place being in this world. To me, it's about size. You see, if I see, if I'm, if oh, I it's I always s- about size. If I see. Mm. If I see a small, like you can't even see what it is, just a dot moving on, say on, in the the air somewhere. Oh, like arm. a gnat. Yeah, well, I'm like a louse oh, of some kind moving through flea. the, the hairs of my arm. Be a flea. Yeah, it could be a flea. I'd just kill that, right? right. But it, then, if it was just say twice the size, and I could make out the distinct leg or maybe a carapace of some <laughs> kind, then I couldn't kill it. Right. I would have made a good nearsighted Buddhist monk. <laughs> Because if I, I wouldn't be able to see the little ones then, so that would be fine. But no, I have got quite touchy about... Uh, what about I, a cockroach? Oh, I couldn't eat anything else. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I, um, I'm, I'm frightened of spiders, right? Yeah. But I, I, So I used to kill them. I mean, I used to, if I saw a spider in the house, I would destroy it. Or I in would, your, your two-day-old underpants, that's I would, where they live. I had to get the cleaner in to get rid of the, you know, what was left on the wall. I mean, I'd abs- I, I couldn't uh, allow for the fact that one leg might be moving around the house at night when I was asleep. But now I don't do that. Now my girlfriend puts it in a glass and um, we put it in the fridge and Joe Caulfield has it for breakfast. <laughs> spider cocktail. I just, Love um, it. I've spider cocktail as well. So that's why I'm out of here. Okay, so that, that's basically the show. I'm going to see new, uh, West Bromwich Albion play Newcastle United now, which is odd because I made that match because I picked that oh, game out of the... you're uh, responsible. Yeah, so it's like I've created a football game that I'm now going to go and see because I did the, the, the draw for the fourth You're like a mad top. scientist. I am, yeah. You dress it. like one as well. Well, thanks very much. It's OK. I think it's Chris Evans chic. <laughs> anyway, all together now. Come on, baby, now. Come on, baby. You listening, Tell? Twist. Uh, OK, that's it. I, I don't want to go. That's the simple thing. Oh, please, let me just end. <laughs> Good day to you. Absolute Radio.